Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thank you so much for joining with us. Thank you for liking and subscribing on Apple and Spotify Podcast. And thank you to everybody who shares this via social media. Uh, I love that we see so many people inviting others on board for this movement of building marriage one Monday at a time. Today, I want to talk about inflicting pain upon your spouse, inflicting hurt upon your spouse. And now you may think to yourself, why in the world would anybody purposely inflict pain upon their spouse? And I will tell you, it's just simply this. It's because they feel pain themselves. They feel some sort of pain and they feel a justification for hurting their spouse back. In fact, let me say it this way. Inflicting hurt upon your spouse won't heal the hurt that you feel. Inflicting hurt upon your spouse won't heal the hurts you feel. Now, I'm talking about inflicting like mental pain, emotional pain, financial pain, um, physical pain, spiritual pain. Stop inflicting pain upon your spouse because it's doing nothing for the hurt and the pain that you're feeling. So let's break this down a little bit. Number one, stop playing the game I got you last because nobody wins. Stop playing the game that's called I got you last because nobody wins that game. Uh, when my kids were younger, they would try to play I got you last in the back seat or they'd try to play it in Target when they were bored. or you know, It's just one of those games that kids think of in a moment when they're bored that if you don't stop it immediately, it's going to get out of hand. And if you've never played I got you last, it's a game of tag basically between two people and they're just tagging each other, running around or if they're in the back seat trying to avoid the other person's tag so that they're not it. But what ends up happening is that the game isn't stopped, that somebody tags the other person a little bit too hard, and so the other person responds in kind. I'm going to tag them, but tag them harder than they tagged me. And all of a sudden, what started off as a friendly game has turned into somebody slapping the other person, and I've got people screaming, I've got people crying, everyone's blaming each other, and it's just mass chaos in the car. And again, sounds like such a simple kid's game. And you're thinking to yourself, why would an adult do this? But adults do this all the time. I see marriages do this of every vintage from young marriages to those that have been married for, I don't know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years. I've watched this. I got your last mentality that simply says that if I can top the other person, maybe if I can cause more pain than they cause me, that A, they know what I am feeling now because they're feeling pain too, B, um, they are feeling more pain, so they'll never, ever think about uh, causing me any more pain and see, I win, I'm victorious, and so therefore, I'm going to feel better. None of that sounds healthy because it isn't healthy. And so couples that compete in the I got you last lose. Nobody wins. Nobody ever wins this in marriage because all you do is inflicting pain upon your spouse only cause deeper pain in their life and deeper pain in your own. Couples that compete, the marriage always loses. Secondly, be real with your hurts. Be real with your hurts. Sometimes we have to sit back and ask ourselves, when our spouse said that or our spouse did that, now did, did they intend to hurt me or did they do anything that actually hurt me and was I even hurt before that even took place? I've had spouses that unintentionally hurt It's not that they hurt their spouse. They said something. They did something that brought up an old hurt that has actually never been healed in their life. And so because that spouse used the tone or used the term or, or, 
maybe the situation brought back an old memory that's never been healed. Immediately we think it's our spouse that hurt us, but perhaps, perhaps we've never been real enough with our hurts to realize that our spouse actually technically didn't do anything hurtful to us. It's just that they touched an area of our life, an area of our past, an area in our emotions or our mentality that has never been healed. And because it's never been healed, it's been like an open wound in our soul for years. And the next person that touches it is just going to simply get the blame for the hurt that's there. Now, I'm not giving um, a free pass to spouses that do things that are hurtful. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I mean, let's be real. Uh, But we also have to be real about our hurt and to recognize that there are times that your spouse has honestly not necessarily done anything wrong whatsoever. All they did was accidentally or unintentionally expose something in your life that just has never been healed. Maybe it's never been healed because you've ignored it, or maybe it's never been healed because you forgot about it. Maybe it's never been healed because it's never been tended to correctly. So instead of hurting your spouse back, talk with your spouse and the two of you get some help together. Let your spouse be a part of the healing process so that when it comes to that area of your life, instead of seeing your spouse as the one who drummed up the pain, they actually become an instrument and a vessel for which you can help find healing. And then thirdly, Getting help is not an admission of defeat, but it's a step toward victory. Let me say that again. Getting help is not an admission of defeat, but it's a step toward victory. When it comes to getting hurt, whether it's a hurt that you have been living with that has never been healed, or it's a newer hurt that actually came from your spouse, getting help for yourself personally, getting help for your marriage is not an admission of defeat. Please don't listen to people that tell you that getting help from a Christian counselor, getting help from a mentor, getting help for your relationship, getting healing, that that's an admission of defeat. Get out of this mentality that we have to do it all by by ourselves. We can't do it by ourselves. That's why, number one, we need Christ Jesus. We we can't do life on our own. And I love the fact that Jesus not just works within us, but he works through other people. And I love the people in my life. I love the counselors. I love the mentors. I love the older couples and the peer couples that have got great experience and great wisdom to speak into my life and to Anne's life. We are in debt to people like that. And I'm here to tell you that if you've got some hurts in your life, don't go to the friends that are just going to tell you what you want to hear. You need to go to trusted resources, trusted people that have good, strong, godly wisdom that can help breathe life into your life to help your marriage win. Inflicting pain upon your spouse, it doesn't help you cope. It only buries the hurt deeper. But looking at your hurt and realizing that A, playing I got you last is not going to work with us. B, um, being real with my hurt is going to help me to be uh, to get the real healing I need. And C, getting the help is actually going to stir me, push me, prod me, propel me toward victory and help me to make sure that this area of my life is not going to be a fracture that I live with forever, but a place of some of my greatest healing. It was years ago that I remember getting a call from my daughter's school. I want to say she was like six or seven years old. She had fell on the playground and she hurt her wrist. And I remember having to take her to the doctor. It didn't seem that bad. She wasn't crying. But when we went to the doctor, they did an x-ray and we found out it was a clean break in her wrist. She has a broken wrist. 
and I will admit, she did not cry once. She was a gamer. I cried as a dad. That's just who I am. And I remember just talking with the doctor because I kept worrying about growth plates. I was worrying about um, the way it would heal. And the doctor said something that I will never forget. He said that if this thing heals correctly, the place where it broke will actually be stronger than it was before the break. The, the place where it broke could actually be a place of its the arm's greatest strength. And I'm here to tell you that one of the one of the breaks in your marriage or the breaks in your emotions in your marriage or the mentality, uh, whatever the, the fracture is in your life or in your marriage, that if we can see positive healing, strong healing, healthy healing in that spot, that can be one of the greatest strengths of your relationship because God will not just bring healing into your life, but he will use that as a catalyst of healing in somebody else. So today, if you've got some hurts in your in your relationship, you've got some hurts personally, would you take this week to pray about it? Would you take this week to actually have a conversation with your spouse about it? Your spouse may not know that when they say certain things or have certain tones or bring up certain subjects, that they might be just resurfacing an old hurt, that they may have no clue that they have been causing extra hurt from an old wound. But most importantly, would you talk to them and find a way to get some help, to get some healing deep down in your relationship? That's all I got today. Thanks for joining with us. I love you all. Have a fantastic Marriage Monday and get some healing for your relationship. God bless.